Welcome to Common Sense on the Prairie, a podcast by First National Wealth Management in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We are a regional best provider of wealth management services, including investment management and financial planning, as well as personal trust, institutional trust, and retirement plan services. This podcast is our chance to share some of our passions and help you make your money work for you. Hello and welcome to Common Sense on the Prairie podcast. This is a place where we'll discuss all things personal finance and, you guessed it, common sense. I'm your host, Adam Cox. In my real life, I am the Chief Wealth Management Officer at the First National Bank in Sioux Falls. But here in podcast land, my future guests and I will be focusing on bringing you timely, relevant, and thought-provoking financial advice content that's useful to you. Which brings me to a quick disclaimer. Any comments, insights, or strategies discussed on this podcast are intended to be general in nature and, therefore, may not be suitable for you and your situation, whatever that may be. Before acting on anything we discuss, please consult with your attorney, CPA, and or your financial advisor. But if you are moved by what you hear and are interested in learning more about us, contact us at fnbsf.com or leave us a comment under this post. Even though we're based in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, we manage money for clients all over this great country and beyond. So let's get into it. We've all heard the expression, keeping up with the Joneses, right? Today we're going to talk about just who the Joneses are and look into some interesting facts about them that may surprise you. So what does it mean to keep up with the Joneses? If you were to type that phrase into Google, you'd find the following definition. Keeping up with the Joneses is an idiom in many parts of the English-speaking world referring to the comparisons to one's neighbor as a benchmark for social class or the accumulation of material goods. To fail to keep up with the Joneses is perceived as demonstrating socioeconomic or cultural inferiority. Ouch. Let's think about that for a second. To fail to keep up with the Joneses is perceived as demonstrating socioeconomic or cultural inferiority. Nobody wants to feel inferior, especially to family, friends, neighbors, or even all those people you're connected with on social media who you probably barely know. You know the ones. It's easy for us to say we don't care about comparisons, but the truth is, we do. It's sometimes all we think about. It's human nature, and it manifests itself as a feeling. It's the feeling we get when our neighbor Bob comes home with a brand new car, when our no-good brother-in-law tells us about his sweet new boat. And when our coworker tells us about her new lake home and all the memories they're making as a family. Or even when you see pictures of your friend's recent tropical vacation on Instagram. Experiences like those create an ugly feeling deep in our guts. It can make us feel bad about ourselves. Like we're falling behind. Like we're not good enough. And like what we have is suddenly worth less. Like we're less of a provider. Those feelings are natural and we all experience them. I know I certainly do. In those moments when we question ourselves, we start wondering, how do they do it? How can they afford that? The answer, most of the time, is they don't. The Joneses, ladies and gentlemen, are broke. What you're seeing is often nothing more than an illusion of success. But guess what? It's not real. The reality is, those boats, new cars, cabins, and vacations are often just a series of future payments. All those Instagram pictures with the pretty sunsets and white sand beaches, that's just the greatest hits collection. You don't see what's not in the picture. You only see what they want you to see. You don't see the ballooning credit card debt, 
the paltry retirement account balances, or the frequent fights over money, which, behind infidelity, is still the single greatest contributor to divorces in this country, by the way. You just see the boat, the car, the house. Now, it's probably fair to ask at this point whether this is just my theory or if I have any basis for my thoughts. Like maybe this is some defense mechanism I've concocted to make myself feel better. I won't lie, it does make me feel better. But I also have some data to back this up. When it comes to the financial habits of the Joneses, we're looking at several moving pieces here. Like, how are the Joneses doing when it comes to savings? How much do they have in the bank? Turns out, not so much. According to the 2018 Go Banking Rate Annual Survey, 58% of Americans have less than $1,000 in savings. Let me repeat that. 58% of Americans have less than $1,000 in savings. And this isn't some anomaly. This figure is actually quite consistent year after year. So what's going on? If most people have less than $1,000 in the bank, it means that the majority of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck, or worse, beyond their means. So basically, if the water heater breaks, or someone needs braces, most Americans must borrow to meet those needs. And most often, the borrowing comes from our credit cards. Currently, the average household credit card debt in America is $8,600, with an average annual interest rate of 16.86%. This includes households that either don't use credit cards, or, if they do, don't carry any balances. Which means, for households with credit card debt, $8,600 is probably a little light. And most surprising to me, at least, the top 10% of earners in America carry the highest average credit card balances of $25,000 per household and likely pay only the minimum payments. This means that even the highest earners may be living beyond their means. Turns out, keeping up with the Joneses is an equal opportunity offender regardless of income. And it puts us within arm's length of financial disaster. As Warren Buffett says, You only find out who's been swimming naked when the tide goes out. Okay, so far we've learned two important things about the Joneses. First, they have little to no savings. And second, they have some crazy credit card debt. So what else can we learn about the Joneses? Turns out, the Joneses aren't just in debt. They also receive regular outside financial support. According to a 2017 study by USA Today, Nearly 75% of parents are helping their adult children financially. 75%. This can come in many forms, like help to purchase a home, paying off student loans, making credit card payments, or regular cash gifts. There's even a phrase for this. It's called economic outpatient care. Now, please don't take this as an indictment on the practice. I'm just highlighting its occurrence. In addition to not having savings and carrying high credit card balances, Chances are, the Joneses are also receiving outside financial support to help them maintain their standard of living. What about retirement savings? How are the Joneses doing saving for the future? Not doing so well in this department either. According to a recent poll by the Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies, the median retirement savings for American workers is $71,000. At first, you might think that $71,000 is a lot of money. And of course it is. But as a primary means of support in retirement, $71,000 isn't as helpful as you might think. Using the standard 4% rate of withdrawal assumption, $71,000 yields just $2,800 annually, or $233 per month, which we all know won't go very far. The Joneses are not even close to being ready for retirement. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm not feeling so jealous about the Joneses anymore. 
Today, we've learned that the Joneses have very little in savings and basically no cushion against financial disaster, carry large credit card balances with high interest rates, are likely receiving financial support from the parents, and aren't saving nearly enough towards retirement. But hey, we've got a sweet boat. Now, if any or all of this hits a little too close to home for you, fear not. There's hope. You can do two things today to help yourself get on better financial footing. The first is to stop worrying about what others are doing. As you've just learned, you really have nothing to worry about. Your perception was that the Joneses were doing well. The reality is often far, far different. So ignore the Joneses. They're probably broke. The second thing is to focus on your household and your financial health. And maybe also your health health, but we'll save that for another podcast. If you don't like where you're at, let's start fixing it. Ask yourself, do I have a budget? How about an emergency fund? What type and how much debt do I have? What are my savings and retirement goals? Am I on track to meet them? We're going to focus on these and other related topics in upcoming episodes of the Common Sense in the Prairie podcast. So stick with me. There's more of this goodness to come. In the meantime, it's time to start tuning out the noise and focusing on what you can control. And that's you. Well, that's it. Our first podcast episode is in the books. Thank you for listening, and I hope you found this useful. If so, please share it with your family, friends, neighbors, and even your no-good brother-in-law. You can also share to your social media to let others know you're serious about getting financially healthy. And follow us at, at First National Bank on Facebook. We'll keep making them as long as y'all keep listening. Tune in next time. Have a good rest of your day.